0: What do you do when the bonus episodes of your podcast get so popular they need their own channel? You create one. Welcome to the Teacher's Lounge. Balderdash Academy Teacher's Lounge is now its own podcast. You can find us on your favorite podcast service. Just type in Balderdash Academy's Teacher's Lounge. Good afternoon, Dashers. Remember that next Friday is your Baller Dash Academy Spirit Day, so make sure to show your Dasher pride by wearing purple and gold on your Zoom calls. For the faculty staying late for the socially distant seminar on the importance of limes to Queen Margarita, we have the blender working, and so the seminar has been changed from the auditorium to the Teacher's Lounge.
1: Oh hell,
0: we're on a roll, I like this, this is fun, let's do one more, one more! Oh, oh yeah! Finish video, that's my favorite. All in that Good for recipes. Holy moly! All in that shit.
2: okay, we're going to do another round of everyone's favorite game. I need a pitcher, not a belly itcher. You guys know how this works. Each of you is going to have a turn pitching to me uh, something that you are incredibly convinced is going to work, okay? Um, now, the scenario incredibly. here today, we always draw on, on real-world facts, of course. According to uh, Olympic.ca... A global granite shortage has put curling at the Olympic Games on the bubble, okay? So there's a lot of concern that we'll eventually run out of granite, the, spe- the, ones, the specific kind used to create the stones in curling, okay? Let me see if they have an end date. I don't think they do of when they're uh, convinced they'll run out. But it's like in, in maybe our lifetime. Curling so will we're gonna run
1: out of granite the granite that they make the balls to curl with
2: yeah it, it's a it's a really depressing fact okay okay but luckily we have an incredible panel of, of sports specialists here tonight mm-hmm. and uh, each of you is going to pitch to me the new alternative for granite in curling stones okay cool great so first up first up, of course we have Marie now Marie you're here tonight and you are pitching the concept of using a golf ball washer mm-hmm. as the stone in curling. Tell me a little bit about this.
1: Well, um, as you may know, a golf ball washer is actually a human, a human person. Um, it is not a, 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 a part of the earth matter. It is not. It is. A, it is a professional human um, who would then use their hands and um, and and sandpaper and their prowess to create the perfectly smoothed discs i'm fairly certain mm. they are discs yeah um that are of, yeah. then shuffled across the ice um and that golf ball washer um will have such prowess mm. um because of the um the, the, the tiny balls that they've been working with their whole lives um, tiny balls
2: yeah they have the tiniest yes.
1: balls yeah they have they they, they cup those little tiny balls in their hands and they're very delicate with them um <laughs> and that is how we know that the curling disc will also be held so delicately i,
2: I love you i love the concept here marie this is uh this is incredible uh i do have to bring up the fact that we are also running out of golf ball washers because mm. more and more today those machines that you stick your balls in and they, they scrub them for you are mm-hmm. becoming prominent right? So mm-hmm. we're, we're really running out of people with those skills. What's gonna happen when you run out of golf ball washers?
1: Oh we are working on a huge marketing campaign targeting okay. um, high school juniors. Um, there, there is no need for college. This is going to be the next um, vocation you know we don't there's there's you know there's electrician school there's plumber there's plumbing yeah, school. Yeah. There's HVAC school, um, and there will be, you know, it, it, it. These are needs that our our world and country needs. Like this is a skill that we, you're right, Steve. You nailed it. So we, we have a huge marketing platform targeting high school juniors.
2: I'm picturing like some Uncle Sam posters. We the, want
1: the, you. Exactly. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think that would yep. be huge. We want you with a teeny tiny ball in their hand, a golf ball.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we want your tiny balls. <laughs>
1: Well, just <laughs> your skill at handling tiny oh, yeah. balls. Sorry, sorry,
2: exactly. Yes, thank you. It has nothing thank to do you. with
1: their own
2: persons. Oh, yeah, I mean, you could make the argument that having tiny balls helps, but that's for another. You said that's a it, whole not me. Episode. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Marie. I, I am no truly enamored by this. Uh, me this too. Concept. Um, we do have to move on to our next panelist, Of course, we have uh, Mr. Bob. Yes. Uh, Mr. Now, Bob, Bob. here. This is revolutionary. Uh, Bob wants to use poker tables as the new stone in curling. Tell us a little bit about that, Bob.
0: Well, you know, the thing about poker tables that makes them so popular is the felted top. And the nice thing about felted top is felt itself can be refelted into any shape you can, any shape you need. So the, uh, you take the, the poker table, this combination of felted top with wood, you have enamel, Each component can be broken down to its uh, individual part. The wood can be used for the curling stone's handle. The felt can be re-felted into the stone itself and impregnated with a resin made out of the lacquer used to polish the table. The nice thing about this is everybody knows that poker tables are renewable resources. You can only play at a poker table for so long before it's saturated, With old beer stains and torn, uh, the felt itself being torn, and they need to get refelted occasionally. And when that happens, we are there to pick up the pieces of the broken table. And to convert them into a stone that can be swept across the ice. That can be guided by the brooms. We have the technology to do this today, and it's a resource that we can easily tap.
2: Well, thank you, Bob. Uh, now, of course, curling an international sport. People compete in the Olympics. Um, so with it being international, do you think uh, a snooker table could also work?
0: Yes. Uh, snooker, uh, poker tables, billiards. Uh, the fact of the matter is is that any, any table, and when you move into snooker and billiards, you also have the slate with which that table is made that can be layered in between the refelted uh, stones. So you could actually have an almost plywood-like stone with a, a resined felt slate. Hmm. Resined felt slate. Uh, depending on whether you put the felt on the bottom or the stone on the bottom can affect the performance of the overall curling stone. It is groundbreaking yet also environmentally effective. Wow. Thank you, Bob.
2: That, that's... uh. Honestly, the most detail I uh, – i <laughs> there's way more detail
0: than I was expecting. This is It incredible. is a very well thought out plan.
2: Now, of course, um, you know how this works. All the panelists that have already come in get to watch each following presentation and judge them. So Marie, of course, has some questions.
1: I do. Um, I was just – I don't – is this billiard table specifically from the Jersey Shore? I don't understand what this that that small girl has to do. Snooker. What is right, that's a,
0: Now that's a reference. So the nice thing, what you're referring to is the Jersey uh, sport of snooky. And yes. the thing is, the difference is mostly the number of balls used to play the game.
1: Ah, lots of them.
0: Um, So in snooker, balls are present, but with snooki, balls are only occasionally introduced into the sport. Thank Um,
1: you. However, it's
0: pretty much the same function. It is a product of artificiality that can be broken down and repurposed into the curling sport.
2: Wow. Well, thank you once again, Bob. Uh honestly I was blown away by that presentation, but let's go let's bring in our next guest. Uh we have um Randy, I believe is his name. And uh Randy, you're you're pitching the concept of using Bob Barker's Spay and Neuter Clinic as a potential replacement for, for the stone. Tell me a little bit about this.
3: Well, I mean uh Bob Barker uh is probably <laughs> one of the most well known game show hosts ever. Sure, yeah. I mean you could argue Alex Trebek mm-hmm. or Pat Say Pat Sajak, mm-hmm. but nobody has done anything bigger and better for the world of animals than Mr. Bob Barker. Uh God love him. I think, uh, I think he does, his yeah. clinics uh all over the world uh have have uh helped save animals from we don't have for having too many animals. We just there's way too many cats and dogs out there that don't get the love that they deserve. Uh, so thank God for ba- Bob Barker. I can't even say his name. I'm so bad. Bob Blor Blarker. So his spay and neuter clinics, it, the thing is he's done such a good job uh, with spaying and neutering uh, all of these animals that we don't have an animal population control problem anymore so all of these buildings that have been created are just they're they're empty nobody's wow. ever there so you know the concept of uh taking these buildings which i mean like the smallest one is like four thousand square feet which is a lot that's a big building and um you know that's I, a very big building yeah it's i will a, confirm it, and that kind of i like just what, looked
2: it up very big
3: yeah yeah and it And so there's all these materials in there. Uh, And, of course, um, you know, they had uh, employee break rooms in these places. Of course. Uh, And they were really nice because Bob Barker had a lot of money and uh, he invested a lot of money in it. So they had granite countertops in the kitchen. What? Yeah.
1: Okay. So there's these granite
3: countertops all over the country Mm -hmm. in these Bob Barker clinics that are no longer being used. Hmm. There's enough granite there to keep curling going for at least another twenty years.
2: Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. You're, you're saying these, you these buildings, you... these buildings are in use, so we'll repurpose the the stuff inside them. Okay. Yes. Wow. That's that's oh, take really it for smart. Granite. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask you, Somebody Randy. Somebody had ha- to say
3: it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How do you feel about the fact that it, his name is Bob Barker, not Bob Meower?
3: Well, I mean, we all have a preference for our favorite animals, mm. and uh you know whether it's cats or dogs, I think I would find it humorous if cats were his favorite animal, and his name I would is too Bob yeah. yeah
2: yeah yeah uh, well thank but you I for... don't
3: know, I don't know, I'm not good friends with him uh i don't i don't we're not we're not Facebook friends or anything, so i you know
2: oh wow wow, 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 yeah, um, yeah, I like to ask everyone I meet kind of how where they stand on that argument, so thank you so much. Um, I like this idea. Um, now eventually you're going to run out of materials inside of Bob Barker's Bay and neuter clinics. Uh, then what do you do,
3: Randy? Uh, well, that's a great question. Uh, I mean, there's lots of other materials uh, in those clinics that could that are very similar to granite. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, you know, maybe you just you know take this old dog collars or 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 things old. like that <laughs> okay and yeah. you just compress them you, you know they have those uh, compressing uh, yeah 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 you can watch youtube videos where they they squish any object you know it's like the sure youtube channel is dedicated to things so like that so you're just
2: saying just it's, smash a bunch of dog collars into dog the dog collars of a stone. or yeah.
3: or uh uh chew toys whatever sure 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 yeah yeah mash it okay. down uh, and then you you know you polish the snot out of it. You know, if there's ball washes around, you can hire them to do that. Polish well, that's, the other,
2: that's the other thing I wanted to bring up, Randy, with uh with your premise here. Um both of the other two contestants so far talked a lot about balls, and you're talking about actually the lack of balls with the Spay and Neuter Clinic. So um It's just something to think about. <laughs> just it's, just something to keep in sure. mind here going forward yeah, yeah but
3: i mean for for the type of balls that you're talking about yeah, yes yeah, yeah. but we're talking about animals here oh sorry uh, so they had plenty of like tennis balls
2: oh okay 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 yeah 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 uh, <clears throat>
3: and other types of balls that help keep the you know the the pets happy after they lost their own balls
2: I, I believe uh, Marie has a follow up question because she's still uh, in the room.
1: It's not so much a follow up question; it's more of mm. a uh, a brand new part of the marketing that oh, wow. uh, that we okay. have going for our um, uh, high school juniors looking for their best new career. Um, sure. We we are at a um, lack of spaces to train these future ball washers and curling disc makers, um, <sighs> and so. We, we, in, you don't need an average classroom. You do need a large open space, which you do find it empty rescue. And Bob Barker,
2: Spain, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, those exactly. clinics
1: that are, are found all over. I, th- I see a partnership here. Once all of the granite has been used to its full life expectancy, um, these locations could be a very good place for the training of my Ball handlers.
2: Well, thanks. Thank you, Marie, for stepping in there and uh, taking over because I, 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 you know, I, I'm liking your idea more and more. Uh, Bob, what were what were you going to say?
0: There's one thing that needs to be focused on here, and none of these will work unless the price is right.
1: Ah, uh, mm-hmm. that's true. Right. You're Very right. That's and very I true. just want I yeah. don't want
3: to address one other thing real quick with to Marie's point. You know, sure. We'd be happy, I'm sure, to to partner. Uh, The Bob Barker clinics, I say we, I feel like I'm part of that family. Uh, But I'm sure that they'd be happy to partner with you. I just, as long as you go in there realizing that uh, you're going to have laminate countertop in the kitchen and not granite. If you're okay with that, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure it would be fine.
1: I feel like sacrifices have to be made for the sake of the ball washers and the curl disc creators.
3: I agree. I couldn't agree more.
1: Thank you, Randy.
3: Well, thank you guys so much. Um I'd
2: love to keep talking to the three of you, but there is uh I believe one more gentleman waiting in the hallway.
1: Oh, good. I'm just oh, so Don't worry. Sorry. His his
2: idea is the worst. So, uh, <laughs> it won't take long. Uh Nate, are you are you still there in the hall? What? <laughs> yeah, come on in. <laughs> okay. All right, guys, this <clears throat> is Nate. Um and, and his Nate, idea is to instead I, of uh, I... granite for the curling stone uh, he would like to use the inside of a cotton candy uh, doohickey um, <laughs> that's located in the trash can. Tubi. 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 Uh, it's located in a trash can at uh, which airport was it? Does anyone remember? Any airport. Oh, at any airport. I'm pretty okay, sure so it was. It's I see the a lot LaGuardia. I'm it's a, LaGuardia. Thank you. It's the Tubi from inside a cotton candy inside a trash can at LaGuardia Airport. Uh, Nate, just tell us a little bit about this idea.
4: It's a really good idea. Thank you
2: Alright well I'm going to move on to the winners and losers here
4: (laughs) No I can tell you more Uh, Oh okay yeah yeah I mean unless I'm the winner (laughs) I mean you were going to be but let's hear what you said Oh damn it alright So anyway um, I came up with uh, this idea After I accidentally Threw away uh, A half eaten uh, Bundle of Cotton candy um, you know, half the day goes by, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" I just I left that back at uh, the Sandusky Airport. Please don't, so I ha- <laughs> Please don't swear in my office. What? Please don't swear in my office.
1: Okay. Um,
2: <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know, I, I try to keep things holy... family friendly
4: in this um, place of business. Jeepers creepers. <laughs> okay, that works. Yep. <laughs> I just left that shit back in the airport. <laughs> um, so I went back um, and I, apparently it's a pretty busy airport because the trash had filled up. Um, I dug through it and I got down to my half-eaten cotton candy and something marvelous happened. The the, the coffee, the bubble gum, um, this weird half-sticky, half-crusty thing Um they had all kind of combined,
2: can I, can into I oh, this I'm sorry, yeah, can i can I stop you there? Can you tell me a little bit more about this half sticky half crusty thing?
4: Well, yeah, I thought it was like a uh like a small crusty piece off of a bagel or something, sure. yep. um, but then when I kind of touched the underside of it, it was still sticky and a little it was i don't know maybe a little warmer than room temperature, um sure. but the smell was fine,
1: like an apricot jam or something. But how did it taste?
4: Like an apricot? Yeah, kind of like an apricot jam, except, you know, uh, grayish. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, so, they started combining into this one thing, and I'm like, this is something that can happen. Like, this is something that could be big. I didn't quite know what it was, and I had to figure out what the missing ingredient was, and it what it was was we had the wrong ingredient. we had Sandusky, we needed LaGuardia, so I went oh, wow. to laGuardia um <laughs> I copied it over again, and out of this half eaten crusty grayish thing try to try the gray stuff. it's delicious um <laughs> came a um uh a large hockey puck, and then I realized that there's actually a game that uses these stones Mm. um, called curling. Um, So um, that's my, that's my plot pitch. (laughs) Plot plot pitch. Wow.
2: Now you originally discovered this where Sandusky, Ohio. Is that what you said?
4: Sandusky. Yeah. The airport
2: is, it must not be a very large airport. I'm guessing. No, it's not because most people will fly into Cleveland. Yep. Most people do. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, most so they have a small they have a small airport in Sandusky.
4: Yeah, it's mostly it's kind of not on the radar. Um, a lot of airplanes from like out of the country stop in there just just as a quick drop off pickup spot.
2: Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. And yeah. uh, what were you doing at Sandusky? I can't remember. I got my cotton candy there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, they have really good cotton candy there. Yeah, Cedar Point uh, no yes. their cotton candy. Um, they all are. right. Well, guys, this this has been brilliant so far. And luckily, each of you, as a competing pitcher, uh, you, you get a vote. Okay? I get a vote, and the four of you all get a vote. We're going to decide which idea is the best. Okay? Um, now, you can't vote for your own. And oh, winner, winner takes all, right? <laughs> Marie, I know your idea was the best, but uh, you have to vote for someone else's just just for the sake of fairness, all right?
1: <sighs> all right.
2: All right, so we had Marie with golf ball washers, okay? We're going to pitch this to juniors in high school, tell them it's an alternative to college, save a mm-hmm. couple bucks, actually make a couple bucks, mm-hmm. um, and then throw them on the ice. Then mm-hmm. we've got Bob. He's going to repurpose poker, snooker, and billiards tables, into mm-hmm. beautiful stones that we're going to slide across the ice we have randy he is um involved somehow with bomb barker spay and neuter clinics um a national brand of spay and neuter clinics they're huge um and he thinks they they're not needed anymore because of how few animals there are so he's going to take all the granite tabletops and break them down those are going to be the future stones next, next we have nate he's pitching the concept of um Large disgusting ball of trash from Sandusky, Ohio, as the prototype for the future granite stones of curling. All right, everyone clear? Mm-hmm. Yes, let's start with Marie. You came first. Yes. Marie, which idea do you like the best?
1: Well, I if I can't vote for my own. <laughs> which you so yep. clearly stated um yeah, sorry, i sorry. think the other the one that would benefit me most directly would be randy's um the the bob barker spay mm. and neuter clinics once they're emptied out i feel like that's our new our new classrooms like we've got they're all over the country so we we've got schools ready for for the future ball handlers and curling <laughs> disc creators um, future
2: ball handlers, yeah. beautiful, <laughs> yeah. okay, Randy. with one point, uh, let's move on to Bob, Bob. What idea did you like the best?
0: So the one I like the best involved components of my idea, but but done <laughs> in a different manner using different techniques, and frankly, it still touches upon an issue that we need need to deal with today, and that's that's pollution, waste, and litter. And so I really like Nate's idea. Okay. All
2: right. Where did he win you over? Was it the, the goopy gray, half sticky, half uh, crusty thing? Or was it LaGuardia Airport? Where, where
0: did so he win So I you like over? the fact that it was the goopy gray, half crusty, because if it's half crusty, mm. it can be developed into all crusty. All <laughs> yeah, crusty means firm. Self-laminating is ideal. Uh, it cuts on the amount of resources that we need to make the curling stones. And uh, it, frankly, was a resource that I didn't know existed. Wow. That's incredible. I just Venmo'd right. you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay, let's
2: move on to Randy. Randy, uh, whose idea did you like the best?
3: Well, uh, again, I think mine was the best. but Sure. Um, you're saying that i can't um I can't vote for what really is the best I no. so, uh, <laughs> vote for the second best um I would have to say that Bob kind of kind of took, took uh you know second fiddle to my idea um and, you know these days just nobody's going out and playing pool nobody's playing billiards Who, who's played snooker in twenty years anyway <laughs>
2: <laughs> I haven't in a, it's been about five
3: years yeah so these things are in abundance uh, just as much as you know Bob Barker's band Neuter Clinics uh, so you know I think you know I think it's a great idea that could be, we could have a partnership a maybe a three way partnership ooh oh that just that's something else
2: <laughs> a three way partnership a yeah fru- of ball handlers wow yeah guys this is huge not only do you have, you know, a lot of billiards halls are, you know, emptying out their their tables, but you also have the millions of households in America that just, just use their pool tables as as coat racks. So you can really tap into that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, we have Nate. Nate, you really, have, I, I technically have the deciding vote, but what happens here really depends on what you say right now. Uh, whose pitch did you like the best? Nate.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, yeah.
4: Gosh, it's yeah. a lot of pressure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, God. Well, well, good news is I don't have Randy's problem because I know mine sucked, so I don't have to worry about voting uh-huh. for myself. That's right. Uh, so I can really vote for the person who deserves it. Um, and I gotta say, I've since the moment i met this idea i've been in love with marie's balls uh handlers and yeah. mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i think i think that's the winning idea strictly mm-hmm. for the educational aspect we can get so many kids in debt over this and just collect uh-huh. on their uh-huh. on their loans that they need to on go their into naivete. for this exactly um so i i'm going to go with marie um
2: oh wow Oh, yeah. I see what you guys have done. <laughs> <You've>, you...
3: <laughs> Dang it, he caught on. <laughs> oh, this isn't
2: good. <laughs> no, I have to pick a favorite? That's not fair.
1: <laughs> oh, uh...
2: <laughs> okay, well, guys, these are all brilliant. We know. I loved all these ideas. I Honestly, I initially, the, the whole time I was saying Marie's idea, this is brilliant. Uh, you know juniors in high school they don't have enough to do let's be honest Mm -hmm. um let's just let's uh just throw them on the ice as hard as we can create a
1: new life path for them
2: i i think that's huge um you know bob of course with the pool tables you know it's a really good resource um randy you you didn't have a long-term plan as far as what you do once you run out of dog collars and granite um but I, I, I liked the the setup, the scenario. I think that would get us, that would buy us another fifteen years
3: for sure. I mean, to be to be honest, you didn't ask me about a long term plan, so I, you're right, you're right. <laughs> so I'm just judging you based on my own thoughts. <laughs> um i mean i don't have one i just throw that out there
2: oh okay sure yeah you're still pitching i love this i love the competitive nature here let's let's hear what is, what is
3: what is your no no i don't i don't i don't have, oh, you one. Don't? I, I don't have one so okay. you are absolutely right Sorry. my idea sucks and uh i am leaving the i'm leaving now bye. Bye. bye bye
2: thank you for coming uh so the winner of course is nate uh because this is an infinitely there's, there's never there's never an end to trash with american consumerism um, we're going to be finding goopy goopy gray sticky things for generations. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's honestly my hope for the future is a goopy gray sticky thing in, in every lunch box, lunch pail in America. Um, so that's huge. We will have an infinite supply of sports equipment thanks to Nate's brilliant use of trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you guys so much. This has been We Need a Pitcher, Not a Belly Itcher. You guys have been brilliant.
1: Thank you for having us here. Uh,
2: the audience is now going to give you a round of applause. Thank you. <coughs> oh audience. yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, let's wait for the audience to wrap up their applause. Any moment now. God, <laughs> oh, they're still going. This is amazing. We're
1: hilarious.
2: This is really good, guys. You earned this. We
1: did. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. There it is. Okay, thank you. Yeah,
2: thank you so much. <laughs>
0: Coach, uh, yes, Nate, Nate, Randy, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I wanted to bounce something off you. Mm-hmm. You know how I'm teaching that appreciation of history class?
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: So one of the things I wanted to touch on was Alexander Dumas and the Three Musketeers. I thought it might be relevant, based on what's happening today, to, to, to show in contrast some of the politics that happened back in, uh, in that time period. Um, And while I was doing my research, I found an interesting story about Alexander Dumas. Um, I mean, uh, many people know that he's of Haitian descent. Uh, He's technically he he was he's the first well-known black novelist. Um, The Three Musketeers, Count of Monte Cristo, uh, not Count of Monte Cristo was a completely different book.
1: That was written in
0: the 30s as part of a marketing campaign. A one Crisco. So what I found out was that Dumas was eating dinner with a friend of his when one of Napoleon's soldiers made fun of him, started to, to make fun of his boots and his cloak. So Dumas, like any good Frenchman, challenged the soldier to a duel. Uh, So they set a time, they set a place, they set weapons. In this case, I believe it was blades. And um, the, the morning of the duel, it had snowed the night before. So it is bitterly cold. There's snow on the ground. I'm setting the scene for you. The soldier asked Dumas to take off his jacket, his vest, and his shirt.
1: Oh, yeah!
0: Mm. And Dumas, being the gentleman, agreed and took off his jacket, vest, and shirt. Well, the problem was he had to take off his suspenders Uh Uh-oh. Uh, in order to, to take the shirt off. And halfway through the duel, his pants fell down. Whoa, you're teaching this to kids? Yes. Okay. Now, this happened in a quarry. So there were quarrymen on the sidelines laughing at Dumas. Um, Dumas is already in a duel. He's not going to challenge all the quarrymen to a duel. And frankly, your pants fall down in the middle of a duel. You roll with it. So he pulled his pants up. He used the suspenders to tie his pants up. I don't know why he wouldn't just put them on like suspenders. But he, he tied his pants up with his suspenders. And continued the duel. He did win. Uh, He lunged forward and nicked the soldier with his blade. The soldier tripped on roots and called a draw. He gave the win to Dumas. Dumas' honor was restored even though his pants fell down halfway through the duel. Mm. Now, I was thinking, I I know how I'd want to present this to the class, but I'm not sure exactly how it would go down or what the emotion is. I know the step-by-step facts. I was hoping that the three of you could could help fill in the rest of that. And I, and I was wondering if you could show me what that duel looked like.
4: I think we can do that. Yes.
1: Sure. Yes.
4: Just, yeah, let's see. Oh, here's <laughs> Marie. Hey, Marie.
1: Hi, hi. I just. Do you want to watch? Yeah, I just got here. I'd love to see what you guys are all up to.
2: Okay, yeah. the the scene's called take off your pants and jacket
1: Uh, are you sure that this is appropriate for school
0: well it's 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 Alexander Dumas it's perfectly appropriate it's it's quite informative
1: let me
3: just close the teacher's lounge
1: oh thank you yes (laughs)
0: thank you Randy the the, the pesky
2: thing's always popping open
4: oh hang on I'm just gonna turn off the PA system here
1: good call all right there we go
2: okay should I should I stop the live stream yes okay okay
1: so tell me about this dumas guy
3: we're gonna show you oh
1: great even better
3: we're just gonna
4: hey this is i'm eating food and it's really good it's french toast and french fries french taters
2: (laughs) 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 so uh, alexander uh how's work going
4: good <laughs> wrote a book
2: uh you know it's it, uh, i was surprised when you called cuz you know uh, we haven't talked in a while and i thought you were ghosting me
4: no i was ghostwriting for someone else
2: <laughs> oh i see ghostwriting yeah. that's cool ghost writers in the sky uh that's really neat hey uh tell me a little bit about this new novel you're working on uh, the the seven equestrians
4: uh, yes, uh, Seven Equestrians. Um, is that
2: what it, oh, that is what it is. Okay. Oh.
4: And it's about seahorses um, <laughs> and how the daddies always uh, give birth to the babies. And uh, they have septuplets of them. Yeah, I have a french fry. This is good. Here. Yeah.
2: Oh, thank you. Oh, tasty. Oh wow, man! They they have the best French fries out here. It's incredible. They do.
4: You got it's some spittle on my potatoes. finger. Um, so <laughs> it's about the seahorses and uh, what they do. Um, and the twist is uh, one of the seahorses has been dead the whole time. Yep.
2: There's a twist.
4: Yes. That's, Wait. Yes. So
2: you're telling me when I start reading the book, and you've kind of created this world that. I understand, uh, midway through, you're going to change, like, my perceptions?
4: It's the fifth from last page.
2: (laughs) Oh, so, like, basically at the end, you're going to change my whole perception of what I conceived? To be true in this world?
4: And seahorses, since seahorses, men can't conceive, so you would be the seahorse in this scenario. Wow.
3: Inconceivable. Oh, uh, hey, hey, fellas, uh, I, I, I couldn't help but over here, I was just over here eating, uh, my my French toast <laughs> did you hear the spoiler uh, to my book uh I did thanks uh, next time if you could just say spoiler alert um I was looking forward to reading your book and now it's not gonna happen
4: you best be oh. buying that book if you already know the story <laughs> I gotta make wage here uh,
1: yeah well, well maybe maybe I'd buy your book if you didn't look so stupid in that jacket. Those, whoa, those stupid whoa, stupid whoa. boots man
4: excuse me sir you impugn my honor
3: yeah. don't, don't even get us started on that cloak
1: yeah i think he he was the one impugning you <laughs> hey guys we're we're
2: trying to have a we're trying to have a nice little dinner here do you mind just taking a couple steps back and we're we're enjoying our french fries and talking about seahorses could could you could you guys just
1: you know
4: chill chill out well,
1: yeah like it's like it's super cold outside. I won't I won't chill in here until we're all chilling outside in this stormy stormy cold weather. Man? Yeah, cuz it
3: snowed last night. Yeah, and it, it's bitterly cold.
1: Yeah, and I take a front to your boots, man.
4: Well, the, the snowstorm came in on our front, so let's take this out front.
1: Um, that's what I'm saying. Oh.
4: Oh,
3: I, I think we should take it down to the quarry. I don't know about y'all. Oh. Wait, what? Is the quarry open? I
2: thought I thought it was like a snowy day.
4: I thought uh, they closed but- at five.
1: Aren't there quarrymen there? Oh, perfect. Yeah, to the quarry. All right.
4: Oh, to the quarry.
1: Hey
2: Jeff, <laughs> I heard there's gonna be a a duel or something down here today. But a duel? Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, <laughs> over... <laughs> there's
3: not gonna be a duel here. Oh my uh, goodness, it's almost five o'clock.
2: <laughs> oh, it's closing time. Let's uh let's grab our lunch boxes. Hey, uh, do you have any leftover uh, French fries, Jeff?
3: Oh uh, no, I don't have any leftover French fries. I eat them all. Oh but you're, uh, you're, you're a Yeah, I, I got I got a little hard crusty grey thing, you can have that. <laughs>
2: oh thank you. <laughs> you're mighty kind. Of, I was fresh out of hard crusty grey things, so uh I'm, I'm a, a real friend. And, uh... Excuse
1: me, gentlemen! We need oh? to use this oh, oh. quarry. Can you please vacate the premises?
2: Uh hell no. What are you using it well, for? Well it's
1: five o'clock. Your duties are over. <laughs> you said duty.
4: <laughs> nah, you said duties.
2: Uh but yeah, but if there's yeah. yeah, yeah. You, said, you said duty, first of all. Uh, second of all, if there's something eventful going on, we're obviously gonna sit here and watch and eat our great crusty things.
1: Well, uh, I gotta duel this guy.
2: Oh, perfect. We're we're dueling.
1: Me and Alexander Duma are gonna it's, duel. It's
3: gonna be a duel, dude. We we, we gotta stay and
1: watch this. Oh, duel and well. Duma. Yeah, I mean
2: my my wife and kids can wait for their dinner. They'll be fine.
1: Um
4: uh, I have some leftover French toast if you want it. Yeah, oh, you take it. Thank you, kind now sir. That was not the time You're for welcome.
1: eating. I'm. St- He's
4: taking that to his family.
1: I am still very, very upset about your your boots, um, and also <laughs> I take a lot of upsetness about your jacket and and your vest, and also your shirt and suspenders, Alex. I would have I, I can't help
3: but uh, just to chime in here and just say that those are all kind of weird things to be uh, upset well, about. Well, have you seen
1: him? Look at him. Oh, this fellow over yeah, here. Yeah, this guy. Oh, yes.
3: oh, hell, yeah, you're right. Thank you're you. Totally right. He looks like an idiot. I
1: the only way I can move forward in this duel is if you remove your jacket, vest and shirt, sir.
4: Oh, damn, it's one of those shows. Again today, come on.
1: Yeah. I know it's very, very cold out here, but please. Jeff?
4: Jeff, can you hold my coat? It was my mother's. Yeah, sure thing, buddy. Thank you.
1: Uh,
2: Wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. I got confused. (laughs) Uh, My name's Hefe. This is Jeff. I'll give him the jacket.
4: Thank you. (laughs) Hefe, can you hold my shirt? It was my pants that I had to repurpose into a shirt. <laughs> yes, of course. Thank you. Oh, crap. I can't get my suspenders up. Oh. oh. It's drafty in here. Popcorn, get
3: your popcorn here.
4: I <laughs> oh. see
1: the
3: duel! Wait, there's popcorn too? Oh,
4: yes, sir. Pop- uh, sir. Hot
1: dogs. Get your sir. hot dogs here. Okay. I- hey, sir. Right. Yeah, you want go. a hot dog? You want some popcorn? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: There's a man taking all his clothes off. I need everything I can get. I-
1: I, I, I'm speechless
2: uh, Just, I get really hungry when I see a man taking his clothes off I, I, It's just a condition I've always had Here, have this foot-long hot dog Thank you That'll do the trick
1: It's got a Nothing nice like a
2: fun too in this scenario
1: uh, uh, hey, hey Alex uh, I, I'm not affronted by your suspenders you can, you can leave those on your shoulders If you'd like
4: Oh, I'm sure you'd like that I'm gonna tie them instead
1: Okay, you do you, man. You do you. Um, Also, Alex, we never actually uh, decided what our choice of weapon was. I've got this blade here. Did did that work for you? You got a blade?
4: Yeah. Perfect. I I guess we'll use that.
1: Okay, a blade. Man, I I was kind of
3: hoping to see a trebuchet fight myself. Well. Yeah, but. Ideally.
4: It, uh, peanut Gallery, tone it down. I don't
1: have a trebuchet, I'm alright. Peanuts, peanuts! I'm sorry. Peanut um, alright. It is a Duma Blade duel to the death.
4: Mono. Uh, other mono.
1: Yeah. C. Si. <laughs> um.
4: And. Ungar! Uh, right? Un. un- Regard! RIGARD!
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, sir! Oh, sir! Your your undergarments are exposed! Oh,
2: oh lord. <laughs> I'm gonna need another foot long.
1: <laughs> um Al- Alexander, I don't know if I can go on. Your your skivvies are being seen by me and all of these quarrymen!
4: You're trying to distract me.
1: I think you are trying to distract me, sir. Boy, look, it is
3: cold out here, isn't it? (laughs)
4: Son of a dingus, I guess I am trying to distract you. All right, (laughs) sorry, hang on.
1: I have been utterly distracted, and you've... uh... Oh, God.
4: Yep, I got... I just wanted Wait. you to hold it while I pulled up my pants. But uh, uh, uh sorry. Uh,
1: was, Got uh, some blood there. Yeah, yeah. It was just a nick. It was just a nick. I'm certainly not going to trip you in a mere moment. Good. I you, I you, I'm not telling you. I'm not like trying to foresee the future here or anything cuz we're both going to definitely stay upright during this duel. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
4: Well, I'm going to pull my pants and
1: <laughs> Oh no. It's like I'm a fortune teller
2: <laughs> wow that that is that is something oh! else jeff what do you what do you what do you wow. make of this God! Oh whoa, oh, huge comeback
1: oh!
4: do you call a draw and succumb to the might of the Dumas
1: Dumas you have done me in with your blade of of Dumasness.
4: That's what she said,
2: guys. How how does a bastard orphan, <laughs> son of a whore and a Haitian, dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot in a quarry by Providence, <laughs> impoverished in squalor, grow up, grow up to be a hero and an author? An author. What's your name,
0: man?
4: Alexander, Alexander
1: Dumas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was that was exactly what I needed in order to. To properly teach this course, mm-hmm. thank you so
1: much. Um, might I, um, headmaster, chiming in from the uh, health and wellness aspect of this? You may not want to, um, uh, 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 hang out around the time where he lost his pants too much. We don't need all of the high school girls getting all worked up about about a about yeah. a man losing his pants.
0: About a hot dog. Hey, uh, let, let's let's. Posit this differently. Instead of a man losing his pants, think of an individual mm-hmm. overcoming a wardrobe malfunction,
1: mm-hmm. and Janet
0: yet Jackson. still winning the day. Mm.
1: Janet, Jackson. thank you, Headmaster. You know what? You are always so very good at finding the positive inside of the situation. Thank you so much. I feel better about this already. I give you my blessing. My
0: job is to my job is to find today's moral. <laughs> so. <laughs> Thank you so much. (laughs) Oh, I'm glad we could help you. Good afternoon, Dashers. Please report to your afternoon assembly. Today's topic, the alphabet. Just in case everybody needs a reminder, the assembly starts in five minutes
4: keeping that in mind, let's all just take a minute to help figure out how we can best help our students through this process.
1: Uh, I'm not really sure if I'm going to be helpful at all in today's assembly. Like I'm, I'm pretty overwhelmed by the technology aspect of this. Like there's a lot of of cords and wires and I'm sorry, guys, I might I might not be helpful
3: meetings like this for me are not a big issue. I mean, I I deal with computer technology all the time, so I, I'm here to help however I can.
2: Nope, I won't be any help here, guys. If I can't solve the problem by throwing a dodgeball at it, um, honestly, it's not going to work.
0: Our focus needs to be on the kids. This is about them. They will handle any tech
4: issues that run our way. People, just keep in mind that these kids are younger than us and probably better at this than we are so we may not even need to be that much of a help
1: quickly though we are on a deadline uh, again i'm sorry i'm not going to know what co- cords go where but but let's we got to speed this up
3: random question here uh who's actually leading the presentation uh, i hope it's not me i don't do well in front of the computer i'm more behind the scenes kind of guy
2: seriously randy how many times do i have to explain this to you so if the headmaster's here, he leads. If he's not here, I lead. If I'm not here, <laughs> uh, the the
0: janitor, uh, Dougie, leads. Technically, I'm leading, Randy. That's an excellent question. Thank you for asking.
3: Quiz,
4: uh, quizzes at the end of this may be the best you. way to handle Liz- you. <laughs> <laughs> Umbrellas are stationed at the end of every aisle in case the sprinklers go off.
1: Very helpful, Professor. Thank you so much. That was, a, that was a quite an incident at our last assembly when all of those sprinklers went off. Very, very helpful. Thank you so much for that forethought.
3: We need to really get our stuff together here, guys. The, 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 the students are filing in like crazy out there and they, they sound kind of angry.
2: X-ray vision is the superpower I always wanted, because (laughs) then we would never have to open the teacher's lounge door, and we could just see the students out there and make sure they're not getting into trouble. You okay, Steve?
0: That had nothing to do with what we're talking about.
4: Zanzibars are Steve's favorite candy bars, Mm -hmm. but I accidentally gave him one laced with drugs, so that's my fault. I'm sorry.
1: Again! Nate, come on! I thought we'd been over this. Like, you can't just give out candy bars to just anybody.
3: Better get moving here, everybody. (laughs) Can you guys
2: see the spiders that are covering my body?
0: Damn it, Steve! I told you to disinfect
4: at least once! (laughs) Effort is not something that is one of Steve's strong suits uh, that can be shown in our track record with our sports teams, our varsity teams.
1: Frankly, Steve, I'm not sure that now is the time for us all to be inspecting your body when there is an assembly that is supposed to be starting here in, like, literally any minute now.
3: Oh, great. We literally have a minute left now. Come on! Have you guys seen, um,
2: My Toes? (laughs) Um, This Zanzibar (laughs) candy tastes amazing. (laughs)
0: I am inspired by your focus, Steve. Now, we need to keep our total focus on the assembly.
4: Just realized we have about 35 seconds left before the kids start filing in.
1: That was a hot... Lucky (laughs) me.
4: What what letter did we
1: start on again?
0: Jay. Jay. You closed us out. This is Bob. The theaters might be closed, but there are still shows to catch, and one that I recommend is 45 Plays for America's First Ladies by Chloe Johnson, Sharon Green, Ginevra Gallo Bilal Dardai, and Andy Baeides. The show leaps from comic to tragic as it surveys the lives of the women who have served and avoided serving as First Lady, from Martha to Melania. A biographical, metatheatrical, genre-bending ride through race, gender, and everything else your history teacher never taught you about the founding of America. Live performances October 8th and 9th at 7.30 p.m. Central and October 11th at 2 p.m. Central or catch their recorded show October 13th through November 2nd. Tickets are only $15 and the show is appropriate for high school-aged kids and up. You can find more information online at neofuturists.org or check out the link in the description.
3: We All Have a Story is a podcast dedicated to learning more about the folks around us, one person at a time. We'll chat with accountants, bus drivers, entertainers, novelists, beekeepers, piano tuners, booksellers, artists, and more. Check out We All Have a Story using your favorite podcast app or service.
2: Guys, here's the situation, and um, this is tough to talk about, but um, Dougie, our uh, janitor... Dougie! um, the the third in charge at the school, uh, and also the equipment manager for the sports teams. He recently got uh, a job at Duke University. Um, I don't know why he got to go up to the big leagues and I didn't. Um, that's a obviously a conversation for another time. But he was our best equipment manager. Um, so what I what I really need is to find a new equipment manager as soon as possible because they play the most pivotal role in our. Sports programs. Um, you got to manage that equipment. So out there in the lobby, I have four to eight candidates. I'm not sure exactly the number. There's there's quite a few of them. I'm not good at counting. They're going to come in one by one, and we're going to hear a brief summary of just a little bit about them. And then we're going to do a quick uh, kind of conversation. I'm going to kind of ask them some important and pivotal questions about doing this job. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. Aaron? Um, so you guys, just, you just sit back, relax, and watch. Let's see, Randy, would you mind just uh, bringing in our first um, interviewee and just telling us a little bit about them?
3: I'd uh, be happy to. Thank you. Uh, this is Timmy. Uh, Timmy uh, is a, a stamp collector. He collects a lot of things, actually. Stamps, uh, bugs, um, uh, litter off the side of the road. Um uh Belly Button Lint, you name it he collects it. He's very good at organization uh and he's really uh, interested in, in this position. Uh Timmy.
2: Timmy, thank you so much for coming.
0: Thank you for having me. Uh how old are you, Timmy? I'm uh 27. 27. Great. That's uh, correct, yes. Do you have any experience handling balls? Uh yes, I have an extensive ball collection uh i prefer balls with nodes on them balls with lumps balls with irregularities i find they're more interesting in the collection they also are easier to display as they have less tendency to roll off the shelves okay
2: so so you're you're keen on lumpy balls um now a football are you familiar with that quite lumpy
0: yes it has two nodes at the end of each ball uh, it's potato shaped um I find they're difficult to collect since most of the time you need to get near people who like to beat me up in order to collect them.
2: I I am seeing by your frame you're a very, very slender uh, and short human being. Um, I
0: prefer to call it not slender, but uh, non gravitationally inclined. That
2: makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Now, sometimes our students get a little uh, intense during practices, and they will just kind of uh, tackle uh, people to the ground. Um, Our assistant coaches often get tackled. I get tackled all the time. Would you be able to handle a hit from a a high school junior?
0: Yes, I can, and I think uh, the reason why I'm a standout in this is not only would I welcome the interaction with another human being, But it also gives me an opportunity to get a closer look uh, at the ground to potentially build my growing uh, nascent rock collection.
2: Wow, that's incredible. Um, Now, tell me a little bit about your qualifications. What have you done in the past for work?
0: Oh, well, for work, I've been an accountant, uh, (laughs) specifically um, uh, counting. The number of items within my collection. Yep. Uh, I've also been a blogger professionally. You can find my website, StuffTimmyGets.com. It was the only site available. It's brilliant, and it allows me to display my collections in a way that is... It really shows off the eclectic mix of my likes and dislikes. And you get paid for posting on this blog? Um I I get ad share revenue from banners that run on the top of my site. Wow. That... Uh, I don't wanna brag, but <laughs> I purchased a coffee yesterday. Wow. That to me that's huge.
2: Um Do you have a favorite sport? I really I kinda like to Yes.
0: I enjoy curling.
2: <laughs> oh curling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard there's gonna be
0: a granite shortage. There it's the likely to be a granite shortage, but mm-hmm. we're breaking grounds on new technologies to replace the curling puck. In particular, mm. I've found that there's interesting research into poker tables and into cotton candy tubes.
4: Oh
2: <laughs> wow. I mean you wouldn't know as a collector of all eccentric things what would make a good Thank- yeah, yeah. yes.
0: That's very true. <laughs>
2: Well, Timmy, it's been really nice getting to know you, um, and uh, we'll we'll call you back if uh, if uh, we think you'll fit the position.
0: I look forward to receiving your email. I don't answer the phone. Bad oh, things sure. happen to you on the phone, but and I, just, I, I I expect you understand that.
2: It's Timmy at Timmy Gets Timmy Things
0: at uh, Timmy's Collections. It's my second website. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep. It's for my more discreet collections. So, the reason you couldn't
2: have that as your main website was it was already taken by you? Well, of course. <laughs> okay, he just wanted to clear that up. Okay. You don't well, randomly you so much,
0: own. I also collect URLs.
2: <laughs> right. I, I have a
0: number of websites that I've collected, I don't actually have sites built for them. But I do own the URL.
2: Sure, sure, sure. I get it, Uh, Timmy. Just one more favor on your way out. Just tell me uh, who the next person in line is. Just tell me a little bit about
0: them. Oh, of course, you're gonna love him. I think Uh, he appears to be a six foot seven inch, two hundred and forty pound Texan who goes by the name of Petite Mike. (laughs) Great, Uh, Petite Mike. You're next
4: hello
2: oh hey hey wow i love i love your uh your voice
4: thank you comes out of my mouth
2: that's great uh so petite mike is that your christian name
4: technically yes
2: <laughs> Okay.
4: most people just call me peter though
2: oh okay yeah peter mike
4: no just peter yeah. though
2: sure how did the how did you get the mic that's the thing i'm most curious about
4: i was born with it <laughs> okay my mama gave so, it to
2: me so what is on your birth certificate i just want to clear up the paperwork here
4: little mac <laughs> okay
2: but most people will call you peter
4: peter though
2: okay um which came first petite or peter like which one is a play on the other Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: okay. All right. Thank you for clearing that up. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, Peter, Petit Mike, um, tell me a little bit about your work experience. What are you doing right now?
4: Right now, I'm talking to you, and I'm interviewing for this position. Um, sure. And earlier... what makes you... What? Okay. No, what? No, no.
2: Go, <laughs> go ahead, Petit Mike.
4: Okay. Um. Oh, right. I almost forgot. Uh, Earlier today, I was collecting garbage. Um, It's a volunteer thing I do through my youth group.
2: Okay. Wow. Charity work. That's really good to hear. Yes. Um, Have you thought about maybe investing that into potential curling stones?
4: I try not to think much. Um. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I can I can try um what uh so, uh curling stones to make to give you that permanent on the hair.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yep. Mhm.
4: Yeah. I'll do that then. Um Okay, great. Yeah.
2: Um so what what intrigues you about this position as a equipment manager at Baldur Ash Academy?
4: Well, I have equipment of my own and I've been managed before. Mm-hmm. And um there happens to be an added element of uh having close ties to professionally based athletes that may they become in the future. <laughs>
2: I'd love to break down what you just said. So there's Yeah. Okay. So future professional athletes, is that what you're you're hoping to
4: inspire? I don't know if I can inspire them, but I can be close to them (laughs) and maybe when they win their World Cup or something, they can say Mm -hmm. that you know, um that Petite Mike (laughs) helped them on their journey.
2: Sure. So instead of like, I, you know, thank God for this victory, I thank my mom, my mom's a real MVP, they're saying Petite Mike is the guy I want to give credit to this, to the, me winning this award. That's or what you want people pe- to say. Or Peter, though. Oh, either one is fine. Okay. Petite
4: Mike or Peter, though, I'll go, I go by either. Sure.
2: Okay. Well, this has been great. Um, tell me a little bit <laughs> about, have you ever worked with kids?
4: Sometimes.
2: You said you're part of a youth group, right?
4: yes yes um okay uh i started a youth group uh so i could be near kids and okay. um right now we have uh two and a half <laughs> uh people in that youth group um okay. <laughs> we have uh jennifer and um and Stephen. But um, yeah. there's twins that are in it, and they are on alternating weeks, <laughs> so I count them uh, as a half. So
2: averages, yeah, I got it. Ooh, yeah, hash. averages out. I I thought maybe you, uh, Timmy, was was part of your group. He's very slender and, <laughs> and short, so I thought maybe he was the half a person.
4: He is more than welcome. <sighs> I was. looks s- collecting things. What do you guys do at your youth group? We uh we collect trash and we pick it up. <laughs> And then oh, right, right, right. we put it in the trash can. And when we're done, we just litter it around again so we can start over. <laughs> because we can only stay within our block.
2: Okay. Yep. No, that's huge. Um, great. So you're good at picking things up. That's really important for for oh. uh, yeah, equipment manager. Yes. Thank you so much, Petit Mike. It was really nice getting to know you. Um, the faculty has given me... Lots of thumbs up, so I, I feel good about this. Um, but uh, if you don't mind on your way out, just uh, tell me a little bit about the next person coming in.
4: Yeah, I was talking to Sam, and Sam is a professional uh, rock climber, but strictly indoors rock climbing. Um, and Sam has two thumbs on one hand. Mm-hmm. Sam, come on in. Come on in, Sam. Oh. Bye, gentleman. Uh, bye. Thank you. Hi.
1: Petite, hi, hello. Hi, Sam. Hi,
4: hi. I'm hi. Sam. hi. How are you? Um,
1: I, I, I prefer Samantha, though. Sure. There wasn't enough room on the form to put more than than five letters, so I just went with Sam.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. We, we... But
1: I prefer Samantha. Thank you.
2: We really need to fix that. Uh, it's been a huge issue. Um, but you had enough room for your last name, right? Yes. Okay,
1: I did. <laughs> it's I did.
2: And your last, you did, yeah. I did. I d i d.
1: Samantha, Sam I did. did.
2: <coughs> oh, sorry, Samantha, mm-hmm. I did. Yep. Um. Wow, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for um, having me. It's now... a pleasure to be here. Oh, awesome! Now, do you have a lot of uh, experience doing sports-related activities?
1: Uh, yes, um, I have done everything in my power to make sure that I don't get injured by a a rogue puck or ball or stick, um, my whole life. You know, I feel like they've just been constantly rotating through the air near me so I you know I'm like a magnet for them I feel like that's why I'd be a really good fit for this position the 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 balls and the sticks and the pucks they just seem to 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 migrate right towards me so I feel like I'd be very good at making sure that they're all in their place
2: is that why you sought out this position because you noticed in your own life that you were constantly getting hit by balls and and sports paraphernalia yes
1: it started um in second grade soccer and, um, uh, and they, they put me in as goalie and, um, and I, I caught all of the balls. I caught all of them, but then it, and then it became clear to me after I left the soccer field that, um, that, that people just like throwing things at me. Um, and so I, oh, yeah, okay. I just, I just did my best to try to roll with that. Um, and, um, instead of running away from these things, I figured just lean in. Lean right in and just let them let let them come right to you.
2: You didn't you didn't suspect anything when during a soccer game people started picking up the balls and throwing them at well, you.
1: Well, no, I was the goalie. It made sense.
2: Yeah, but traditionally it's a it's a foot game
1: that should have been a clear indication to me. Have yes, cured you um, in. Yeah. but as a yeah. as a uh, nine year old in second grade, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um. I didn't. I didn't quite pick up on it. It actually took all the way until sophomore year of high school for me to realize. Oh wow! And
2: you sort of worked it out. Really,
1: I was just the uh, the brunt of a joke.
2: Oh wow! No, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. I mean. Oh, thanks. Has anyone described you as having a punchable face or anything like that? Yes,
1: yes, I have been described as having a very. uh, It's because of the the width of my cheeks. They are quite large. Um oh, yes, yes, they are they are they are quite punchable, um, which mm-hmm. which is why I wear this this coat you see. I have this coat on with this giant um, collar mm-hmm. here that, that that protects both my neck and my ginormous cheeks.
2: Wow, well, luckily, mask wearing is in right now, so just pop one of those bad boys on your face and you'll be set.
1: I have never been so grateful to be able to hide my face before.
2: <laughs> no, uh, we are an equal opportunity employer. But tell me a little bit about your abnormal hands.
1: Um, well, you see, um, what one hand is lacking, the other hand is uh, ha- is in plentiful um uh, my left hand (laughs) happens to not have any thumbs Uh but my right hand um it actually has two thumbs um and that i that i find very very helpful in the ball retrieval um you see as i have realized that these balls and sticks are just getting thrown right at my face i uh, i realized i need to be be better at deflecting and which point my additional two thumbs on my right hand really came into play i have become Mm. an excellent deflector with my dual thumb (laughs) midge
2: wow that's that's beautiful um one final question and this is just totally coincidental doesn't have anything to do with any specific situations going on right now but if you were employed by Balderdash Academy at minimum wage and Duke University approached you about being the uh, head coach of their basketball team, would you take that job?
1: Well, um uh, I have never actually been a coach before, but I do know a lot about um about ha- having injuries and 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 really making it obvious that I'm in pain. So I think that I would be an excellent NBA. Duke University coach. <laughs> yes, um,
2: you you almost had me. You almost but, had me. But Sammy. let, You're so let close. me
1: assure you here, um, Coach Steve. I I I grew up here in Balderdash County, and I do believe that <laughs> this school runs deep inside my veins, and I uh, there wow. is nothing that I would do to betray this school or county
2: <laughs> wow wow that's that's some good world building thank you so much sam uh now on your way out just just tell me my about... pleasure
1: i prefer miss i did uh, samantha i did oh samantha that's i did thinking. yeah
2: um just on your way out tell me about the uh the final interviewee that's in the hall just tell me a little bit about um
1: that. i would love to but i found him terribly terribly annoying um he told me his name was arthur um, and he would not stop going on and on and on about his mocktails and his tonics and his bitters that he makes at his artisanal s- soda store. <laughs> I, I I wish you luck here, Coach Steve. It took everything to get out of the conversation. Good luck.
2: Uh, Yeah, come on in.
1: Hi there. Hi hey there. Your name How's again?
2: it going? Oh, it's great. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> sorry, what was your name? Uh, my name is Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> That's a strong name. Arthur, uh, thank you so much for coming into the interview today. I can't help but notice you threw up some finger guns right away. Hey, hey, hey I got that. You saw that, did you? <laughs> I, I did, Arthur. I did. Um, I'm a huge fan of the finger guns, so I think we're going to get along famously. Um, tell me a little bit about your, your, uh, your career. What have you been doing?
3: Oh, uh, well, uh, you know I, I I've done a little bit of everything uh you know uh I started out working at fast food uh and uh I got fired from that because I tried to uh tried to make fancy drinks and they didn't like the fancy drinks, okay, what uh, kind of
2: fancy drinks were you making arthur?
3: oh well, you know people come in they like uh they' have a large diet Coke, please and I'm like so <laughs> boring, yeah, right yeah. uh, so I would take uh the diet Coke and I put like a uh I put a little bit of maple syrup in it.
2: Oh
3: from, okay. from the from the breakfast menu. Sure. And uh and I'd say, Here's your diet coke, and I'd give a little wink. Okay, like I'm doing to you right now.
2: <laughs> yeah. I can uh, see what where this may have gone wrong. Maybe giving a sly wink to every customer is uh maybe it's not just the customizing their sodas. But
3: that's that's uh, my thing. I do the finger guns and the wink. Ooh. And that that's always worked how... for me. We can see how
2: that might creep someone out. Let's let's do a little role play. Um let's say uh I was a um high school athlete and I say, uh Arthur, would you mind passing me that soccer ball? Um let's just do a little role play. What would you do in that scenario? Uh
3: well, I'd say um I will pass you that soccer ball, but I couldn't help but notice that you've been out there playing for a while. And uh, perhaps you are a little dehydrated maybe your electrolytes are low. So I'm going to give you a little drink of Gatorade first because uh, that's what you need to to get things back uh, rehydrated again. But I put a little something extra in that Gatorade. <laughs>
2: yeah, okay, that's what I was worried about right there. That's, that's kind of what I was worried about. What <laughs> When you say so, I put a little ex- something extra in your drink and you give him a wink, I, I feel like parents are going to get the wrong idea.
3: Well, the parents aren't there.
1: <laughs> I mean, sure,
2: you're right. You're right about that. But we kind of have to at least act as if we're being uh, under the, the parental scrutiny at all times. Just, well, you make it treat. sound like
3: I've doing, done something wrong? I haven't done anything wrong. It's just I put a little, you know, uh, it's the triple berry lemon, uh, triple berry Gatorade. And I uh-huh. put a little of the fruit punch in there, too. Oh, it's, it's, it's a, little, a, little, it's a little subtle remit. thing.
2: Could you maybe be more upfront about what you've done to their beverage instead of just winking at them?
3: (laughs) Oh, sure. Yeah, I could say, here's your Gatorade and Gatorade. Wink, wink. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right, that's not the worst. Because I'm telling them exactly what it is. It's Gatorade and Gatorade. Sure. Now, you make artisanal sodas? Oh, yes. I have an artisanal soda shop. We actually have uh, have, um, four different stores now.
2: Oh wow! And yeah. uh, those are those all in Dash County, or
3: <laughs> uh, all throughout? We
2: got all four corners. We got all four corners covered. <laughs> oh wow, that's huge! Uh, now, do you have? I can't a lot of believe experience? you haven't been to one. I I haven't. What's the name of the
3: of the shops? Uh, it's called Arthur's Artisanal Sodas. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> and then you add the .dot com, and that's our website.
2: Oh, I see. So Arthur's Artisanal Sodas Wink Wink dot
3: com. <laughs> You got it. And there's like a big winking eye and it's it, it actually moves. And we got oh, we got one oh. of them them GIFs or the GIFs or whatever you call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on a website and it's just me going <laughs> 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 just can't see that. I I'm winking.
1: <laughs>
2: oh. Um so did you have to buy that off of Timmy? Because I know Timmy is a serial URL collector
3: i did he uh he actually um uh i had to i had to bid on it um uh-huh. but i won the bid and uh i got it for <laughs> Oh wow that's
2: pretty good that's a good, pretty good price um four thousand nine hundred ninety three dollars <laughs> <laughs> oh timmy he's gonna be buying more than just a coffee tonight wow that's huge uh now just tell me a little bit about your experience working with kids
3: oh well i mean uh uh, I I I I work with kids all the time. They, my whole staff is mostly uh, 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 high school kids uh college kids. Uh, they're trying to put themselves through school, and uh, I, I we have a great relationship. I pay them more than minimum wage. You know, some people would just want to pay minimum wage, uh, but then you know what happens when you pay somebody minimum wage? What's that? If something else comes along, like like some big university or something like that, and they they wave uh, another twenty-five cents at them, and then uh, and then they go away. I'm sorry. <laughs> could you? It's minimum wage plus twenty-five cents, and then they go, they leave. What? They... What are they? They go to places like Duke.
2: Wait, what? What do you know about Duke University?
3: They steal a lot of my employees.
2: Do they really? Yes. They they steal a lot of my employees.
3: How many employees do you have, sir?
2: Um. Well. There was Dougie, obviously. And um then there's the two assistant coaches. Um and that's it. I, I that's it. But they of those three they've stolen one third. So that's a huge percentage.
3: That that is a big percentage. I do want to point out the other the other thing, uh it may have uh, uh you may have noticed that uh, my accent has come out. Over yes the I did yeah. of this interview. Uh and uh <laughs> I just I was hanging out with this guy in the hallway. Is it and, uh, Petite
2: Petit Mike or uh, Peter was, or something It like?
3: was uh Peter through or something like that. Peter though. Oh. Peter though, that's what he called himself. Peter Tho. and uh I, I grew up uh uh actually down south and uh hanging out with him for ten minutes in the hallway. I, I may have talked his ear off a little bit. Um but it just brought me back to uh back to back to back to the south. <laughs> 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 Thank
2: you so much for coming in, Arthur. And uh, I, I think we have a potential working relationship here, assuming we can get you to stop winking at people. Um, oh, sure. But uh,
3: before you, before I leave, uh, I just want you to have this.
2: Okay. He's handing me a beverage. Ooh, wink, okay. wink. What what is in here? Do you mind just being very specific?
3: It's water. Wink, wink.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that's thank you so much. Uh all right, staff, if you don't mind uh just standing up here. Um I want to know all of your favorite candidates. Let's just uh Bob, what was who was your favorite candidate? I uh we had Timmy, we had um Sam the rock climber, which we didn't even talk about that. We had Arthur the <laughs> artisanal soda maker. <laughs> and uh, who am I missing?
1: Pitchy, Mike,
2: <laughs> oh, petit Mike, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh you, you know, l- l- looking at at everybody equally and considering what we need for the role. We 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 may regret the decision later on due to legal reasons, but I think Arthur mm. is our our guy. He
2: he did really sell it. So all right, we'll give Arthur one check mark. Uh, let's see, Nate, who was your favorite pick?
4: Um, out of all of them, I mean, I look at Dougie and I see what happened with him. I don't want another university to scalp any of our staff. So I think true, yeah. I think Petite Mike would be the one that they would want the least, so he's the safest one to go with to have here. But I do agree with Headmaster's um uh assessment that um that Arthur would be the good way to go because honestly, that guy could be like our like he could he has room to grow in this company. He could be our spokesman spokesman um mm-hmm. because he can say whatever he wants and he just throws in that wink wink and the the finger guns. Uh, And who knows what the hell he's talking about. It's great. I love it. All right. Another
2: huge Arthur fan. Love it. Uh, Let's see, Marie. Who'd you like the best?
1: Um, Thank you so much for asking my opinion here, Coach. Um, Quite frankly, I think one of the most key attributes to the new um, sports equipment person would be (laughs) uh, intimidation factor and um oh, okay, you know sure. even though petite mike has a very small short name um he his physical demeanor is intimidating and i think that these little whippersnappers here at this school should be intimidated into putting their own goddamn sports equipment away um
2: oh so you're saying ultimately we shouldn't even have this um,
1: well i think the intimidation factor is is important so i think that we should bring mike on petite mike peter though on on in a uh, as a temp to start okay and see yeah, yeah, yeah. if we can instill some of that intimidation into these hooligans from the get-go and then maybe we won't even need a sports equipment person here at balderdash academy
3: Right.
2: If the the kids are scared so Correct. much, uh, then we won't even need to. Yeah, yes. exactly. I guess every four years or so, you need to bring in Petite Mike to kind of scare them shitless, and then you can kind of. That's retire right. For a few I years. think
1: that I think that's okay. a really good tactic here, Coach.
2: Okay, great. And Randy, what what was your call? Who was your favorite?
3: Oh God, it was so tough because they were all so good.
2: Yeah, they really were.
3: Um, you know, I really liked uh, Timmy's organizational skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but boy, there's one that just stuck out like two sore thumbs, and that was Sam <laughs> sure. uh you know uh it, you know when I'm teaching the computer classes and you know it's ASDF space, jKL semicolon space uh man Sam would rock the uh, space bar uh like nobody's tomorrow uh no um yeah I just I think Sam just uh Sam's got what we need. Timmy would be a close second.
4: No diggity.
2: All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're going to hire Arthur. He got two votes from the staff here. Uh, very excited to have him on board. All right.
0: Good choice. I will get the paperwork together.
1: <laughs>
0: Balderdash Academy's Teacher's Lounge was produced and edited by Bob LeBlanc. Theme music by Think Fish Tank. Performed and written by Steve Corning, Carla Rose Dubois, Nate Green, Randy Hunt, Bob LeBlanc, Molly McGill, and Marie Stewart Harmon. Copyright 2020 Robert J. LeBlanc and Steve Corning. All rights reserved. Join us October 5th when we welcome visiting professor David Blair. David is a Pittsburgh native and author of four books of poetry, Ascension Days, which was chosen by Thomas Lux for the Del Sol Poetry Prize, Arsonville, and Friends with Dogs. His fourth book of poetry, Barbarian Seasons, and his first collection of essays, Walk Around. Essays about poetry and place are out now from Mad Hat Press. Join us October 5th when we welcome visiting Professor David Blair.